which means I act normally. Deal a 1d8 plus strength modifier damage to self with item in hand. Luckily, I don't have a strength modifier. You all get out of here. I'm carrying things. Normally, I would go with you. I'm your bodyguard. <laughs> we got this. You don't have much body left to guard I with. I don't. Rice at Dib. Danger awaits you. Use caution. Don't follow them to that place. There is no coming back from there. A few moments later, you are all reunited once more, and power cores and Oracle have all been recovered. Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us on our space adventure. I'm John, and I'll be the gem for this game. I'm Lisa. I play Curse of London, a Vesk soldier. I'm Tom. I play Lycos 9, the android Solarian. I'm Brent, and I play Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic. I'm Jessica, and I play Noemi Dimash, the Lashunta Technomancer. So we have returned to the Baleful Sky, power cargo in tow. And Sparks, would you like to go ahead and begin installation of these power cells? I would. All right, fantastic. No checks required. You know the steps. Once again, it's going to take about another eight hours to fully integrate the new power systems, but it's not all active work. So what are you doing in the meantime? It looks like about two-thirds of the pirate's hall has been loaded into the hold of the Baleful Sky, and the crew of the Drift's Edge, newly returned, uh, have gotten very little respite as their captain put them to work almost immediately, whereas Gren and Elish have been given a little bit of uh, R&R for the moment, following their ordeal on the wreck of the Black Star. So is there anything any of you would like to do? Not die anymore. Yeah, I was like, are we allowed to sleep? Can we recover hit points? Sure, you can just kind of rest if you prefer. A lot of us are very injured. I mean, we'll probably obviously make sure we're doing it in shifts and I just all pass out at once. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go back to kind of reacquainting myself with the uh, flight deck. Make sure that chair still fits your butt. (laughs) I'm working on that butt groove. (laughs) All right, Kerr, there is a sort of furtive knock at your door as you're resting. I'll open it up. Can I fight it? <laughs> I mean, you want to. You can. You can fight anything, true. technically. From now on, the way you greet people when they uh, knock on your door is you punch them in the face as soon as the door is open. You don't even look to see who it is. Uh, you see Karakti there, alone. Uh, it seems that your guards have been dismissed as well. Hello, Karakti. Great one. I wish to speak with you. Speak freely, then. May I enter? Please come in. Have a seat. Okay. Uh, he jumps up on one of the chairs, and it's almost like comically large for him, given this this particular chamber size for Vesk. And he says, Great one, I I have a, a confession, and this is hard for me. I have been filled with doubts, and I do not think I would make a good interpreter for you. Interpreter? I, I cannot continue my role as high priest with these doubts. What is it that you do want? <laughs> what is your character's motivation? <laughs> I I have been having second guesses about your your nature, who you are and who you say you are. Your high priesthood was to a different vesk. One that I believe was called Rikari Dash, Dasha? Dosha? Dosha. Dosha. Rikari Dosha. Yeah. Yes, that is the name in the texts. My name is Kerr. Kerr, what is a different Vesk? One of my kind. One of my people. 
the same as the Dojotar. You are Karakti, one of the Dojotar. I am Kerr, one of the Vesk. You followed me because you thought I was Rikari Dosha. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, in our legends, he was a, a god from beyond the stars. We awaited his return. You seem to be he. Look, and he takes out like a <laughs> scroll and there's a kind of crude artist rendering of a Vesk. That looks like a Vesk, one of my people. We are many... There are, there are many of us, just as there are many Dodratar. Amongst the stars, there are many gods? We are not gods. We are a... <laughs> what? Confront it head on. Here we go. We are not gods. We are of another kind of person, just like on the ship, there are many different types of people. Is there anybody around, like walking past the hallway or anything that I can sort of gesture at? I mean, you're, you're in your chamber with the door closed right oh, now, so... Never mind. But I'll just leave it at that line then. You should tell this to... All of the Dojotar. Will you accompany me? Yes, but... Kerr. Thank you, Karakti. Should we go okay, yeah. rally the so troops? <laughs> he assembles... Then you gotta do it outside the ship, because the ship doesn't really have a gathering area enough to fit everybody. So there's like a fan of Dojotar. They've all been summoned outside of the loading bay, much to sort of the temporary dismay of the pirates who are still trying to load their gear in. It's their stuff. If they want it, they can get it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but there's an army of a small <laughs> army of uh, Dudgetar between them and the Oh, I man. thought you meant like carrying and stuff. I'm like, no, they can carry them, their own stuff. We'll, we'll try to stay out of the way as best as possible. Okay, so everyone's kind of looking at you expectantly. Oh, okay. Uh, Karakti and I have been speaking, and it has become clear that the miscommunication and assumptions made upon our first meeting need to be cleared. I am not Rikari Dosha the one that you were expecting to come back. <gasps> There's like uh, gasps throughout the crowd. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> My name is Kerr. Pleased to make your acquaintance. I do believe that the Jojotar are great people. Make a sense motive check real quick. Oh, it's are you guys, can we just be friends or followers? Basically. <laughs> what am I doing? Sense motive. Are they pissed? Oh. I was gonna say, did you let any of us know, or did, you, did oh. we just like, did we just watch you like walk out with all the Dojo? I think and we're like, like we're public enough that this is not something that is that is too, like I'm. We're sleeping. not on the down low. Oh, sorry. No, but I, like I think I'm I'm chilling in my room. So well, I didn't say I told anybody. Nope. So. I'm on my own here. Whatever. Good luck. Godspeed. I rolled a nineteen. Okay. Uh, it seems that you might want to mention that uh, Ricardo Shaw is not, in fact. A deific being, mm -hmm. but just a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> That's, that was my next line actually. Okay. Like I'm not him, and by the way, he was an ass. Ricardo Shaw was in fact one of my people. We are called Vesk, as you are called Dojotar, and he has led you astray. <gasps> oh, yeah. there's like murmuring Murmur, amongst murmur, the crowd. murmur. Yeah. I wish to be clear so that you can make your own decisions going forward. They are all kind of talking amongst themselves and. One of them comes up and starts sort of speaking to Karakti, and Karakti says, That is not necessary. The laws, the holy texts, they are lies. They are a sham. Hide not your voices. We must decide for ourselves what our great work is now. And they begin talking amongst themselves. Uh, Karakti turns to you and says, I will speak with my people. We will decide what is next. Please let me know if you would like any information that I might have. Where is this ship going where did we decide we're going we're going back to absalom station oh, okay <laughs> uh, 
we are going to to where many different kinds of people gather. It's a station in the stars. Ooh, space. city in the stars. It is. It is a a, a great. Is it is, how big is it? Is it planet size? It's pretty big. It's not planet sized. It's like city sized. It's okay. like a big city. It's a city of of great technology where a lot of different species work and live. That is where we work and live, actually. Also that, yeah. <laughs> it's called Absalom Station. The offer still stands if you would like to come with us, but your people have much to discuss before you make that decision. We will talk. Your others say there is hunting to be done before you are ready to leave. Okay. We have some time. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So the Dojitar go and bivouac out in the essentially flatlands around the two ships while the pirates continue loading stuff in. Are any of you guys kind of keep an eye on the pirates or have you assigned someone to do so or are you just kind of letting them do their own thing? We said we were going to take shifts, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that there's at least one of us or somebody from uh, Gianna's crew. Gianna's crew. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's probably not like obviously like I'm keeping an eye on you, but just kind of in the area, maybe <laughs> helping to speed things along. Or maybe obviously keeping an eye on them. They know we don't trust them. Mm. Yeah, but you know... We're going to travel through space with them. I feel like being antagonistic is... Not antagonistic, just honest. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly antagonistic. (laughs) Okay. So it takes about a week to to get all the supplies necessary. Uh, It's... We're not going to role play it out. Just (laughs) time passes. If there's anything you want to do in this week, you have a basically fully mobile starship, uh, which essentially gives you planetary travel... It takes a while because you can't really reach, you know, super high speeds in atmosphere. As far as I'm assuming, you're still avoiding void because the dragon mm-hmm. is essentially waiting there for you. But you can essentially move around the, the planet's surface within a matter of, you know, hours or days. What kind of resources would it expend to blow up the uh, Black Star? Even like just using our guns. Oh, because of the <laughs> Devil Beast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weird Lovecraftian monster. You haven't blown it up enough? <laughs> like a negligible amount. You would just it would just take time. If it's a sitting duck, you can just keep pounding it until it blows up. Or But I, I think we need to discuss that with Gianna before we go blowing up her former ship. I mean I know that there's like a horrible, horrible beast on it, but But resources too. We might want to save our guns. That's why I asked how much it would burn. <laughs> because that would be I'm relevant. just thinking sentimental value as well. I mean like how would you feel if like we went over to the gap and shot the crap out of it? Like <laughs> I mean if there was like a giant gross monster that nearly killed everybody might feel a lot differently than just random destruction. Yeah, that's fair. Also, I was thinking about using the ship to hunt down that, um, like weird Tyrannosaurus with like bugs. Oh, <laughs> just for funsies or, I don't know. Maybe we're <laughs> target practice. monster with the ship. Like was not as bored. Be very afraid. <laughs> well, he does need to acclimate himself to the new ship, right? Yeah. You might have some maneuvers, get the feel for it. I mean, a lot of things on this planet, I don't think we would all mind fucking up a little bit. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, I mean, as long as the resources are negligible, because, I mean, the biggest thing is the fuel. We don't mm-hmm. want to waste fuel. Oh, yeah, I'm about to tell you, we go jaunting, joyriding around the planet, but, I mean, other than resting, we get, what, seven days of healing? Yes. So I think the biggest thing um, that Noemi is going to do is definitely journal because I don't know that anybody's been to like this risk is not I mean risk is a known planet but I don't know like I haven't heard like 
that it's known like what lives on it, like that there's it's, intelligent life. It's far so the Starfinder Society is kind of the unofficial repository of stellar interstellar exploration because they're the main gov- main body that seems to care about sort of mapping out the cosmos for the most part. And there are other organizations that have their own star charts and things like that. But the Starfinder Society is the one who's doing that most actively. So they're the one that give the designation risk when the Boundless Horizons picked up this drift beacon that the pirates had been using and said, oh, hey, we can find this place. So that's how it's it's been discovered, quote unquote, but that's about Essentially it. in the last six months. Okay. So I'm going to write as much as I can about it. You taking samples and stuff? Or just um, uh, taking notes? Yeah, I mean, we might as well take, you know, uh, leaf clippings or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Anything that won't grow and take over everything. Right. Like a bad movie. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Small uh, dead bugs, animals. I mean, I assume we can take pictures. I mean. Sure. Yeah. Like with our phones or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so, yeah. I'll. Since we're not currently in danger, we know we're about to leave. I will. I will sort of chart our. You're gonna be the scientist. Yes. All right, Sparks. How about you? Anything you're doing over the next week? Um. So the Oracle Orb thing is no longer in our possession, right? I, we gave that back to Gianna. Was it? That's right. Okay. One thing I would like to do is check in with Ren because I feel like we haven't talked to him in a long time, and mm-hmm. he's still in his little like spider body thing, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'll ask him like how he's been holding up and, um, if there's anything I can do, I guess, to like make his situation better or if we haven't really talked about, um, what he wants for his like new sort of vehicle. I, I hesitate to call it body, but I guess that is kind of what it is. Frame. Frame. His, yeah, his sure. Frame. Across your little text field, it says, I think a body would be nice. I would like something that reminds me of me. Do we? Oh, right. We know he was like a bugish kind of species before, right? I think he had more arms than was typical. Something like that. Or yeah. I can't remember his physical description, but I remember he was like, yeah, it's like this and this and this, which is mm-hmm. like normal. And we're like, uh. He was <laughs> classic Star Trek alien, humanoid with a weird head. Yeah. yeah. Um, like four eyes or something. Something was. Yeah, he had four eyes, mandibles. Yeah. But he had. He was the predator. He was, other, But he was otherwise like bilateral symmetry and two arms two legs kind of thing so i guess in between like whatever time i have to spend fixing up the ship or like calibrating stuff you know getting accustomed to whatever new systems there are all right garris (laughs) uh i'll work with him to like kind of come up with what that looks like okay sounds good uh like us not anything you're doing over the week I mean, if we're not going to take the ship out to, like, murder things. Uh... <laughs> I didn't say no. <laughs> Other than blast, like, the local ecosystems, it's not really going to accomplish anything, maybe make you feel good, but... <laughs> I don't know. It familiarizes me with the ship. You know, kind of gets the... Knocks the cobwebs off in terms of piloting. You yeah, can do some simulations. <laughs> familiarizes them with the, the, the weapon systems. I mean, this is all good stuff. I well, do yeah. want to check out the weapon systems, make sure I'm familiar with that. Okay. So who is going to be the captain of this new ship? I mean, you, Kerr, really, I mean, you named the ship. Because of you, we have this ship. So so perhaps we should have a You're really trying to patch that torch no, off. I mean, I'm just saying, like, perhaps you and I should have a conversation in... Uh, I will go to your chambers and I will... We will have a, a talk. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll I'll it's say happening a lot to me lately. You have a lot of <laughs> private meetings in your chambers. 
<laughs> she gets around. So I'll just say, you know, I'm a sexy beast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'll essentially say to you, you know, it, it's because of you that we have this ship at all. So I think that you should take command that this is your ship. Is that what you want? I think that that's right. And I think that all of the crew respects you. And I mean, we see what you're, you're capable of doing. So I, you know, this is not, this ship is not Gordian Solutions. We, we will still be Gordian Solutions. I would still be your boss, but I think that it would be appropriate if you were, you were captain of this ship. Thank you. I will accept. Right. <laughs> I still might call you captain on occasion. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, I appreciate the vote of confidence. And if you need any any uh, advice at a had a captain, I don't have much to give. But I <laughs> <laughs> not for a ship of this size. But um, I'm sure that between myself and my sister, we can provide uh, some. Uh, some advice uh, you know it might be good uh, while we're here for this week to to get the crew familiar with the ship the weapon systems um to see who's good at what and what uh roles they can provide see what the best fit is for everyone exactly i gotta start calling you boss now <laughs> <laughs> you got it boss <laughs> i like that <laughs> so i'll let you guys know that kerr is now captain kerr is officially captain of the ship captain kerr <laughs> <laughs> No Didn't, offense. Do you even want to lead? I can captain. She's the leader. I'm still the Wait. boss. <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> We're <What>? co-authorities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the boss of Gordian Solutions, but without Kerr, we wouldn't have this ship at all. Is this like a captain and XO kind of situation? Where I, like, I think so. Okay. As long as Kerr's okay with that. Explain. XO, what, what does that stand for? It's like <sighs> executive <laughs> officer or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, like, you give the commands or whatever, but, like, technically, like, you're I'm captain like, or whatever, so still technically, like, the leader, but you're really the one, like, giving all the orders or whatever. Sure. So, like, strategy and more, like, tactics, if that makes sense. That actually fits characters <laughs> pretty well, so, yeah, let's do that. All right. Cool. Okay. Heavy freighter. I actually haven't looked at this too closely yet. Cargo hold. Escape pods. Middle Bay. So if this ship goes down, how do you guys decide which one goes out first or last or whatever? The ship Dude, if this show, ship goes down, we're all going down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very distinctly remembering an argument or exiting the ship on the last one. Well, the rats go first. <laughs> yes, <Burr>. they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Wait, you actually are a rat. <laughs> wait, is that racist? <laughs> Probably. I don't want every ship evacuation to have to have me body check somebody into an escape pod. Yeah, I was going to say, we got her off last time, so we have I'm still your bodyguard. <laughs> we have bigger escape pods this time. That solves one, one problem. <laughs> you guys arguing about leaving wasn't that. Okay. Ooh, heavy laser cannons. Mm-hmm. Mm. So about halfway through the prep week, Karakti arrives with another 10... Dujatar. Is Infi with them? He is. And he says, these here would like to go with you, Kerr, on your voyage. The rest would like to stay. We will rebuild. Try to mend society with others. We were 
outcasts from our of our faith from the rest of your planet or your your people yes the other dodrona thought us zealots i i wish you all the best is there anything that i can do in order to help you i know much damage had, has been done by my kind if there's anything i can do to make up for it even in a small way please let me know you have opened our eyes and we have thrown off our shackles you have done enough (laughs) but these would like to go with you and Karakti leaves bye Karakti how many are with us now? Uh, there are ten who ten. Like, would like to volunteer. Including Envy? Including Envy. Can I walk up to Envy? Yes. Okay. Um, you were the first that I met. At the time, I gave you a name. I'd like to know what you chose as your name. Now, now that you have... Uh, have now that you know that you're able to make your own choices. Envy is a good name. I will hang on to it. Uh, he says. Okay. Can I ask for the names of the others? I want to get to know them. Okay. Uh, three of them are named Renash. <laughs> <laughs> Renash or Renash? Renash, uh, which is uh, like roughly Trailblazer or Pathfinder. Three of them are named Monado. Spell it. M-O-N-A-D-O, which is roughly like Fixer or Engineer. There is one Vakan, which is like Farseer or Dreamer. And then two Areli which is like a very specific warrior position. It's like a line breaker. I like how John was prepared. <laughs> he knew I would ask. <laughs> I mean, he should be ready for it at this point, let's be honest. Fair, fair. Uh, and as you may recall, Dodrona and Dodratar now uh, didn't really have like names per se, more sort of jobs. And that's how they've been introduced to you guys. Okay, I'll ask them too. Do you wish to be called Dodrona or Dodratar? Or what would you like us to call you? Like, as a group. <laughs> Plural pronoun, what do you want? <laughs> Vakan says, We are star people now. It is only fitting. Then welcome, Dodratar. Are they he, she, or they? So, Infi is a male. Two of the Renashes are males. As is one Monado. And one Areli. Uh, the rest are female, and none of them have identified as anything other. Dodratar crew members. Yay. Okay. They're star people now. Star people. Star people? They want to be called star people? Did I misinterpret well, no, that? People of the sky was the inter- oh, that's right. interpretation Dodratar. of Dodratar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. People of the sky. Sorry. Ignore cool. me. The other thing you've noticed is that the pirates seem to be carrying, taking special care around one specific crate. Like... They're keeping an eye on all their stuff, but they've posted a steady guard of two individuals on a rotating schedule around one crate. It's about 10 by 10 in a pretty heavily reinforced box. Is it filled with anything that's going to go boom? You don't know. It's unlabeled as far as you can tell, and they've been cagey about letting anyone near it. Can you scan it? Um, Maybe? I don't know if I have anything that would... I'll detect magic. To see if it seems otherworldly. Okay. Uh, are we going to try to do that surreptitiously, or are you just walking in there and detecting magic? 
Yeah, I mean, I'll do it from the, the safe distance. I won't just be like, hey, guys What's that are watching this? the crate, I'm going to detect magic on this. All right, go ahead and make a stealth check Okay, as you're doing so. Do you want a distraction? What's sure. that over What's there? The duration on detect magic. I don't know. Just couldn't she basically cast it around the corner and then walk? Let's find out. Unless it's changed, it's usually attached to your vision, not necessarily a specific. It's specific a concentration area. up to a minute per yeah. level, so I could do it for six minutes. So I could, yeah. Okay, I'm still going to require a stealth. You can do stealth, or you can do bluff to try to pass off like you're not holding your focus as you're uh, walking up to him. Oh, and all over the place. Fifteen. It was sort of a slow wobble <laughs> before it settled. Slow, terrifying wobble. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. All right. As you approach, let's see who's on watch right now. All right, on watch is Slimy Pete and a bugbear whose name you have not gotten. Slimy Pete kind of gives you a look and furrows his furry little brow. Noemi, can I help you? Uh, just, you know, keeping stock of what's what's all coming in and going out. Uh, I just, I, you know, I'm worried about how much stuff's, you know, getting put in here. And we're making sure the, the uh, ship's balanced. We can secure a cargo hold. You don't need to worry about that. Well, thank you, Slimy Pete. You know, with a name like Slimy Pete, though, I, you know, one would think that they couldn't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a story behind that name. That's all I'm saying. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, so why do they call you Slimy Pete? Probably on account of my winning personality. You think? What do you? Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't catch your your friend's name here. You are. Oh, he doesn't talk much. Nah, so he doesn't know the story either. Oh, no, he does. His vocal cords have been surgically removed. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, lordy. I, 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 can tele- I can talk to him telepathically. So I will talk to him telepathically. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. John was hoping not to have another voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loopholes. Psychic loopholes. <laughs> I'd just as soon you get out of my head, ma'am. Oh, he's polite. Sort of. I'm Noemi. Uh, what shall I call you? Says, ma'am, this is making me awful uncomfortable. I'd appreciate you close this line of communication. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. I was just trying to uh, to uh, get to know the, the members of, of, of the ship. Do you say that telepathically or? Yeah. Your, okay. He takes a, like a quick step forward and draws a set of wicked looking knuckles from his belt as he does so. I'll just uh, say, Slimy whoa, Pete whoa, interposes whoa, whoa. himself between the two of you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, uh, remember the arrangement there and remember what happened to Martin. So why don't you just take a step back there, big guy? Uh, I don't know what you said to him, but I'd appreciate if you didn't. We're trying to make an arrangement here to get everyone off world and your face splattered all over this cargo hold is not part of that arrangement. Agreed. I was simply trying to introduce myself. So should I, Slimy Pete, should I expect this sort of um, uh, hospitality from all of the members of the pirate crew or, I mean, you would think that they might be appreciative of the members of my crew, our crew, the crew, um, that are getting them off this world. He's usually a pretty nice guy. I'm not sure what you did to antagonize him. I asked him his name. I mean, this is, you said he didn't say, so I'm in the neutral third party here, but... Look, yeah, we're happy to get off-world, and I'm sure you're thrilled about us enabling you to get off-world, so it's kind of a win-win here. 
Well, we all know who did the heavy lifting. So <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy your, your time watching this, watching the, uh, the box, and I will catch you later. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, you did not take, detect any magic from the box. You okay. detected magic coming from a few of the other crates. Okay. Uh, but not that one. Make a mysticism check. <laughs> 17. All right. Uh, however, like just knock it over a little bit more. The reason could be due to the construction of the box itself. It looks like it's been sealed to prevent any magical emanations either way. Okay. This is a weird, like, kind of almost like a housekeeping question. Um, Are the boxes clear? Like, are they marked that they are for the pirates? Or are we putting the pirate stuff in a separate place? Like, so we know it's theirs. So we don't, like, so it's not like at the airport where you're like, oh, we both have black luggage and it might get mixed up. <laughs> I don't think we're bringing a lot of luggage onto this <laughs> yeah literally all the containers are the pirate stuff okay sorry okay no i just wanted to i just wanted to make sure you know that that there isn't any you know we get to our destination there isn't any scuffle around you know who brought what that's my crate <laughs> <laughs> Every, all the cargo is pirate stuff okay you guys brought in a little bit of stuff from uh dosha like some of his gear but that's mostly in curse quarters is my understanding yep when we use comms, can we specifically say, like, I, can I just, like, have, like, the three of them? Yeah, you can comms to specific people, or you can do broad comms. Okay. So, I'm going to let them know um, if they haven't noticed about the crate and see if any of them have any ideas of why they think they might be watching it and if there's any way we can detect what's inside. It is probably something expensive, dangerous, and or illegal. They or are all pirates. three. Hmm. Sparks, do you have any technology we can use to... I don't know if I... Do I have that kind of scanner or anything like that? I don't... So now that you have like a relatively safe place in this... You can't upload Ren to the full ship like he had the sort of the run of before because mm -hmm. the semi-consciousness of the entity itself sort of prevents that. Mm -hmm. uh, however, you can kind of load him into a like a particular console and have him sort of stuck in that particular role, which would free up your microbot machine. Oh. Uh, you could try to make a microbot with this for that purpose. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll check with him if that's all right and give it a shot. The text scroll says, yes, I was kind of getting used to legs and sort of waggles one of his little pincers. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose that is fine if that's what's necessary. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can give that a go. All right, so what kind of bot are you building? The spider like format thing seems kind of useful if it can like climb stuff. Okay, so the bots are like a one-time skill check or like one-time bonus thing to you they're not like tiny autonomous robots mm. from the microbot thing this is sort of a work around yeah a little hand wavy and work around there okay what would it be to try to see through the contents of the box like or see through the like the walls of the box to the contents like x-ray or something like that kind of okay let's see what what that or is that even i guess the best way to go through that or go about that i'm not really sure we're just That's trying to see what's in it right yeah. so yeah i guess like because thermal is probably not going to be... I guess we don't know that. Can we make anything really tiny that, like... Is it a wooden box? No, it's a, a huge metallic crate. Okay, mm -hmm. it's a metal crate. Okay. Oh, so, like, x-ray wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Like what they delivered River in? It's a 10-foot cube. It has a console panel on the front that would open it. And it's under guard by two people at any given time. It looks like there's a door to enter it. And the top... And it looks like it also sort of partially unfolds to, like... Open it, open it. Hmm. Like us nine, do you have the kind of relationship you could just ask Voltana what's in it? I could probably ask her. I can't guarantee you an answer. Yeah. I mean, sometimes 
the simplest solution. Oh, yeah. it, it, that crossed my mind, too. I, I was sitting here thinking, I know we just asked. So they're not exactly being subtle about the fact that they're guarding it. Yeah. No. So, I mean, it couldn't hurt. I mean, it could hurt, but let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> you took that one back really quickly. It, it couldn't hurt. It, right. could, it could hurt. Guess I'll approach Voltana. Okay. As her and a lot of her crew are been given one of the common crew sections she's cordoned off a section for herself and you can see there's places where other crew bunks are like stacked almost literally on top of each other to give her the space that she so richly deserves it's also like horrifically crowded because she's taken all her personal gear from her quarters and appointed this corner of the bunk as her own it's like there's some blankets sort of walling it off as well you get to the blanket barrier. By what means do you let her make her aware of your presence? Are there like guards or no? No, she doesn't really feel she needs them. Uh, it, if there was a guard, then it'd be like, hey, can you? Mm-hmm. Um, so I get there and I just kind of uh, do a polite cough and say, uh, excuse me, Voltana, I have a question for you, if you would. You feel a slight shift in your center as the curtain is parted by a gravity wave. So she's taking cots from elsewhere and made herself a little like chase lounge. Yeah. And she's <laughs> lounging on it and she says, Black Ghost 9, my third favorite android. Come in, come in. <laughs> he pauses at the third reference and then just goes in. To what do I owe the pleasure? So there's a curiosity itching through my crew uh, as you and yours load. There's a rather large box that you guys seem to be heavily guarding. Is that something we should be worried about? What's its contents? Very rare contraband. Acquired at ridiculous risk and cost. If you've seen what's left of my crew, we were double that number before that undertaking. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of pauses. Is this something we have to worry about getting out? I expect we have to worry about getting everything out, ourselves included. Uh, Well, yes, but I meant... like the. This isn't something that's potentially going to eat us alive when we're out in space. Oh no, that is nothing we must worry about in that regard. Get us to our rendezvous, and once we are void-bound, we will give you the coordinates. And there is not to worry about. No pesky customs officials where we're going. Of course not. Uh, You know, uh, thank you. Appreciate your candor. And I... I retreat. Not retreat. <laughs> Bad word for that. Uh, say a polite goodbye and uh, make leave. Okay. And then I report back. It sounds like it's probably some kind of dangerous creature that's inside of that crate, uh, but they seem pretty confident of how secure it is. The exact reference was acquiring it cost them half their number. So. Hmm. So maybe even worse than the devil beast. All right. Well, let, let's make sure it is we. a devil beast. I don't know. But whatever it is, they have it contained in there. I mean, we maybe want to keep an eye out, but they want to get it to where they're going as much as anything. So I don't think it's something that they're going to be using against us that we need to be concerned about. Is the beast in it or did they fight a beast to get it? They didn't go into details and I didn't really think trying to push too much on a pirate queen is going to get us much of anywhere. Yeah, she'd probably just get pissed. But So I, I got relatively what we needed. I'm guessing, especially based on the size, that it is a creature of some kind. Probably something that is not going to be wanted off-world legally. I mean, most things on here I wouldn't want off this world. Yeah, as long as they keep it contained. Mm -hmm. We're already making a devil's bargain. 
I would say maybe having some extra security of our own, just keeping an eye on it. That way, should something go wrong, like when we're leaving with the Void Dragon, that we're not caught unawares if something comes out of there. Yeah, is there any way we can... Um, Real quick, make uh, life sciences checks. Or no... Uh, were there air just make, just make intelligence checks. Can't I make a life sciences check? <laughs> the DC's going to be lower for just a straight stat check, but you're all entitled to it. 15. 22. 9. Also 22. Okay. It seems perfectly reasonable to me. Everyone but like us realizes that this seems to be like the pirate's base. This was probably acquired somewhere else and brought here rather than picked up from here. Oh, okay. So it's not something from Risk. Yeah, the pirates were using Risk as like a staging area and a place to store contraband while things cooled down a little bit. Okay. Now from our logs, do we know where they were going? coming from from remember back when we yeah. were on that satellite the satellite logs just show comings and goings they don't show destination okay yeah. hmm. looking at the like from what we know about the box could we make any kind of inference about what kind of thing could be in it like you've sort of something smaller than 10 by 10 i think is pretty well, much yeah. like, and well, said it was unmarked. so that's what i'm getting at like if it's Looking at the box, we see a 10 by 10 box, but like we're in a universe where like you can have little portable holes and stuff like that. Like, would it be a kind of device that would contain something like that? Or based on the look of it, uh, make engineering or yeah, engineering checks would be most appropriate. And any of you can have checked this out in the last time to make a check if you're inclined to. 29. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> 14? 28. Okay. So Noemi and sparks <gasps> no that doesn't appear to be set up with any extra dimensional space generator technologically uh, if there's magic on there it might be on the inside and you're not quite sure but based on the construction of the box that seems unlikely as well so it's not time or technology no right hmm. okay it looks like it's like a heavily reinforced crate but the doesn't seem to have any special magical properties other than being resistant to magical detection hold on what do we know about void dragons uh, very, very little. They're a rare and very dangerous species, so not a lot of Void Dragon scientists live long enough to report their findings for peer review. Are you thinking there's a Void Dragon baby in there? Might explain why this thing seemed to suddenly appear here and be very aggressive towards ships. Hmm. Hmm. We're making a lot of assumptions here. <laughs> well, yes. We're also clearly being led to want to be curious about this. And... This would tie a nice, neat bow on the story of why it may be hyper-aggressive towards us. Maybe it just boy dragon doesn't baby. like us. Because <laughs> if this was their base of operations, that means this thing hasn't always been here. It's a new addition. And if they took its baby, that would account for them losing half their crew and it chasing them here. Not my zoo, not my monkeys. <laughs> but it is your zoo. And we are your monkeys. <laughs> The pirates are not my monkeys. <laughs> How? Okay. Put our heads together. We're smart crew. How can we yeah. figure... Eh, yeah, yeah. How can we figure out know, what's your wisdom? <laughs> my wisdom is not good. Neither is mine. Very smart, not but not very wise. <laughs> so, we already said that I, like, made some kind of robot thing to try to see through the walls of this, but we didn't actually, like, resolve that. Oh, I thought you were still mulling that about. I'm not oh, sure. We I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we were still mulling it, especially now because with Lycos's revelation. Yeah, Sparks walks up to Slimy Pete. <laughs> Says, "Hey, bud. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing well. Hey, do you play dice? Uh, sure. 
Wonderful. Okay, I mean, I'm on, I'm on guard duty, so I'm not really supposed to do it right now, but he's not going to say anything to anybody. And he gestures to the bugbear. It's a different time than when Noem is out there, but like, mm-hmm. it's the same guard, guarding crew. And the bugbear just kind of shrugs. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, what's the stakes? Says, credits, friend, credits, and starts reaching through his pockets. Okay. I remember how many credits I have. Let's see. Tell you what. You win, I'll give you what's like a reasonable like number of credits. I'm basically trying to set up an exchange where if he wins, he wins credits. If I win, he tells me what's in the box. <laughs> okay. He says, oh, those are some high stakes. I think we'll have to say, uh, we'll put a thousand credits on it for you. thousand credits. Do you I better, have that I, That's what I was just thinking. I better check if I even have that. Just lie. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them it's back at your bank on Absalom. Oh, you're a bad person. <laughs> I mean, you're technically not lying there because you do have the direct deposit coming from Evola. That's true. See? Oh, okay. Technically. <laughs> um, okay. So before I like commit too much to this, I'd like to kind of haggle them down a little. Well, I want to talk to you guys and be like, hey, I think I might have a way to do this. Like, are we good with this? Can, can, you, can you cheat? I, so I don't can know. He, can he cheat? And even if he loses, lie to you about what's in the box? Yes. He, yes, show, he should have to show you what's in the box. Don't open the box if it's <laughs> if it's sealed. It could be keeping something in. Like we were talking about, let's not unleash a void dragon or whatever Fine. we think is in this. Blah. Um, <laughs> or okay. do. I want to fight something anyway. Let's do it. Fine. Open so the box. before I commit to all of this, what's the game? <laughs> Something you suck at. Probably. <laughs> oh, we're rolling Ricardo. Sorry. <clears throat> you need the voice. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're rolling Ricardo, of course. Rolling what now? <laughs> Ricardo? You're not familiar? No, I don't think so. Oh, um, all right. Well, he takes a 10, 8, and 12-sided die. Okay, so doubles count for... Well, double. Triples. Uh, three of a kind is triple that amount. And you're rolling for a high score. A 10, an 8, and a 12? Yes. Okay. And he takes out a, a trio of very lovingly well-used dice. Okay. Uh, and you just, whoever gets the highest wins? That's right. Okay. Thousand credits, or you tell me what's in the box. Deal. All right. Yeah, I'm in. And then, so, hold on a sec. I should know better than to get in a rolling contest with John. <laughs> this is bad. John, who is role-playing a pirate. Yeah, uh-oh. So he takes these dice out and sort of rolls them around his hands. Blows on a little bit. Come on. What'd I get? Two twos seven. and a seven. Is that two, three, seven? Is that it? And he rolled a 12, so. Okay. He says, Nick. Nick. 22, 6, 5, 11. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I double-checked that. <laughs> says, all right. How about double or nothing? How do you double telling me what's in the box? I can show you what's in the box. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's got you there. This sounds, depending on what's in the box, that might end poorly for me. Well, if it was going to end poorly for anybody, it wouldn't do it. Like, I've got to open the box. I'm going to be sitting right next to you. <laughs> he has a point. Double or nothing. He shows me what's in the box. Okay. I'll check in with everybody again. Hey, uh. Where are you going? <laughs> just uh hold on just a sec hey he can show me what's in the box apparently do we but i gotta double the bet is it worth it i'm not a gambler <laughs> i i feel like you you won fair and square and i feel like he's gonna try to squirrel out of it he's 
clearly trying to squirrel out of it. Weasel out of it. What's the most appropriate rodent term here? <laughs> I feel all these are pretty derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm one of them. <laughs> Weasel it out of him. Um, yeah, I might. I think I might be good just collecting with him telling me what's in the box. All right. All right. You win. It's a big old egg. An egg? Hmm? What kind of egg? I don't know. Big? Black? Color of a void, void perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all are doing that. I told you so, face. <laughs> um, okay. A big black egg. Crazy. Where'd you guys get it? Well, you didn't roll for that information. Oh, I suppose I didn't. Um, this wouldn't happen to be related to a certain other big black entity that may or may not have shot all of us and or been the reason we're all here. Could those possibly be correlated, Mr. Pete? Look, buddy, I'm just paid to fly the <laughs> ship, okay? <laughs> or I'm working off my debt to not fly the ship. It's a, it's a long story, but hmm. I'm, I'm compensated fairly for my flying of the ship. <laughs> Pay fair wages for uh, for a decent work, huh? Okay. All right. Well, hey, this was fun. Maybe uh, maybe we'll play again sometime. Thanks, bud. So, yeah, yeah. You, you, you better like actually play next time. Let's just roll one <laughs> hand and walk away. But okay, yeah, no. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm working right now. You gotta you gotta go. <laughs> I'll uh, relay that information to everybody else. So pretty sure this is definitely a dragon egg, void dragon specifically. Called it. Yeah. So what do we do with this information? I think we should share it with the Black Star crew. Yeah, probably. So I will I will share this information information with Gianna. So you think we just dump the crate and we're fine? Our problems are over? No, I mean, it, it attacked our ships regardless of what now that having that crate. Oh, yeah, that's true. It doesn't know where its egg is. I think it's just mad. But I mean, if it's, it's still hanging around, it ha must have some idea. Yeah, but how would we get it back to the dragon? Just like jettison it into space. <laughs> <laughs> With the pirates? I agree. <laughs> well, hey, I'm on board. <laughs> and all their stuff. Mm -hmm. It's all in one place. Easy peasy. <laughs> so, <Not> so rude. <laughs> that might be actually a little bit more complicated than you think. By... All accounts, uh, Lycos Nine has a a blood oath with mm. their captain Aranju. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, I wasn't seriously thinking of jettisoning it with all the pirates. I um, mean, that might have crossed my mind. But. Yeah, but I mean, logistically, I realize it's probably not the best plan. I have. I, there's no way we can probably compensate the pirates for said egg. No. But having this egg on our ship makes us a huge target we're a huge target regardless well yeah i mean yes potentially jettisoning the egg might be the easiest way out of this predicament um which is i guess potentially a good thing to know we mm -hmm. have a trump card up our sleeve if this is not going well we can reveal what we know and that hey if we all want to get out of this live that egg's gotta go yeah but at the same time we've made a deal I do think it's worthwhile to just try to see if we can GTFO. Yeah. Yeah, it is not it's good to know because yes, if if things look dire, we can mm -hmm. I'm sure talk to Voltana in the moment and say either we get rid of this egg or we all die. Yeah, not worth dying over. Yeah. Well, she might see it differently, but who knows. <laughs> 
I would assume she would rather live than... I would hope, but... Lycos, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps you can continue to stay close with Voltana. In what way? I don't know. Use your charisma. <laughs> <laughs> You're charismatic, right? <laughs> yes. So, you know, continue to stay on her good side. Well, that seems in general a good idea with the captain of a bunch of bloodthirsty killers on our ship. I mean, use your imagination, Lycos. <laughs> Are you asking me to seduce the captain? I'm not saying (laughs) don't. (laughs) I was on the same wavelength as you. Like, I just keep hearing Jess like, you know, come on, do what you gotta do. (laughs) I'm seeing Tom's face and he's just more and more like, uh. (laughs) I would do the same for you. (laughs) I have my doubts. I mean, we just haven't been put in that situation. <laughs> Are you saying no? I mean, you guys seem pretty friendly. God. It was very friendly when he stabbed her. <laughs> when, I, when I stabbed her like a charging bear. I mean, since then. I mean, since the blood oath and all that. <laughs> Seems like, you know, you guys, you can, you really see eye to eye now. <laughs> yeah, we've agreed not to kill all each other's friends and crewmates. It's fine. Eye to eye. Ah, young love. <laughs> Romance. It's like in grade school when they pull on your hair. <laughs> the passion. <laughs> Are we still moving away from the boys will be boys attitude? <laughs> no, that's not flirting. <laughs> it's violence. It is. Violent flirting. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not your whore. <laughs> I didn't say you had to seduce her. I'm just saying stay on her good side and perhaps keep an ear to the ground if you happen to hear her talking about it. You're not saying. It. You're heavily intimating. I think it's clear what we need to do. <laughs> what you need to do. <laughs> wow, Jess. <laughs> Laying it on thick. Okay. Oh, boy. Don't piss her off. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Don't make it weird, Jess. I'm not making You're all making it weird. <laughs> no, you're making it weird. <laughs> Can we go to space now? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm the one that was by and large trying to just like, hey, let's get through the week. <laughs> At most, I want to go obliterate some things with some guns. It was all things you'd be very pro. Hey, I'm bringing some Dojatar. They decided to join us, even though my people are apparently assholes, so <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other al- alternative is to just fight the Void Dragon again. And... Or to run and get past it. Yeah? Yeah. Since we know we probably can't fight it, maybe we can outrun it. What does the captain it. look like again? <laughs> captain uh, Aranji? No, the, the one she's asking me to bang. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Captain Voltana Aranji. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry. We usually call her Voltana. I forgot what her last name was. Yeah, she's a Kasatha, so she has kind of a long conical head, hairless, gray skin. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me see. Picture? Well, hey. Uh, she doesn't keep her mouth totally concealed as most Kasatha do. Have you seen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, rather, she has it sort of partially covered with like a loose scarf uh, and seems to relish like showing it to people. She um, has four hands. <laughs> 
Yes, oh my god. <laughs> she does have four hands. See, I'm just stating a fact. <laughs> Can confirm four hands. True. I think you broke Tom. <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> like, just Kirk up and bang that alien. All right? <laughs> I'm the Sulu on this crew. Lisa's now the Kirk. <laughs> so there are parts of what Jesse is intimating that aren't wrong. We don't need to necessarily need to role play this uh, all out. But basically, I guess what Lycos will try to do whenever intervening time is left is at the very least approach her and initially uh, to talk to her about basically Solarian stuff. Because I think in the game, she's the first other Solarian he's actually met. Well, you met all the knights on the Soul Forge. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. They were Solarians. But they were also dicks. You didn't really, or most of them were. You didn't talk to a lot of them either. Oh, fair enough. But that's at least the pretense. And, I mean, he's not going to be, like, sleazy about it, but will effectively turn up his charm. Okay. To at least get friendly with her and... If it goes further, uh, forging a bond is probably not going to be a bad idea for uh, getting through the rest of this or whatever may come. Okay. So she's talking a little about Solarian. She says, yes, it seems that you're favor the, the fiery heart of stars yourself. It has proven to be useful in most of our encounters. Uh, I have some affinity for the void graviton side of things, but I have found more use with the photon. I found the blackness between places calls to me more. I made a pilgrimage and its effects have paid off. And she sort of, one of her hands kind of idly like trills its fingers and you can see some stuff on her bookshelf kind of like hover for a second and then clatter back to position. I have learned some uh, skills normally outside of our breadth of abilities. Unfortunately, mine aren't uh, as easy to casually show off, but I've learned more how to direct the supernova. Into more pinpo- pinpoint strikes. Ah, uh, yes. A useful tool. A bit much collateral damage for my tastes. Before learning it, yes. Uh, now when I can hit a single target, less so. Just watch what's behind that target. Would well, be yeah. my only suggestion. <laughs> I try to. That's where tactics and maneuvering tend to come in. Uh, getting it so nothing I care about is behind the target. Alright, go ahead and make a diplomacy check. Woohoo, Lycos doesn't suck at this. 21. You can see kind of a corner of her mouth curl and a smile. And she kind of puts one of her hands on the side of your face and then like kind of squeezes your cheeks together a little bit and sort of <laughs> turns your head one way then turns your head the other. And she says, that's sweet, but you're not really my type. All right. And let's go your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> what is her type? I don't want to know. She fights with your sister a lot. Hmm. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> they have an ex-girlfriend kind of antagonistic uh, thing going on. Maybe we should send your sister in. So they I can gonna, kill each other? Let's not. They, they've they been one-upping each other for like the last I don't think it's going to be killing. I think it's going to be some other kind of exercise. <laughs> well, then, all right. Sweaty, I, sweaty exercise. If this is our next <laughs> path of, <laughs> of, of uh, discovery, <laughs> I will pointedly ask Gianna what her relationship... Because uh, they, kn- they clearly how, knew each other and yeah. they hate each other. So yeah. what's going on can, there? I'll see if I can dig into that. 
our relationship? I fought her like four times and I hit her guts. <laughs> what else do you know about her? We're essentially we're trying to to get on our good side. Let's see if we can get a man or woman on the inside, so to speak. <laughs> now we got John. <laughs> You're a roll, Jess. Did you just tell me a sexy double entendre about the person I might hate more than anyone else? You wouldn't be the first. No. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> well, okay. You know we we have discovered that there is most likely a void dragon egg in that big old box that they're watching. So we need to make sure that we have a way to get rid of it if necessary. We're just trying to make sure that we have we have someone that can t- talk some sense to her if necessary. Okay. Here's talking some sense. This Void Dragon has shot down four ships that we know of. Two of which were more heavily armed than this vessel with a proven combat track record, including the Black Star, one of the most infamous ships in its class. Yes, yes. We know all about how amazing your ship was. <laughs> Why aren't we getting ahead of this thing, is what I'm saying. And? And do what? I mean, we... Should we show our hand to her and let her know that we know that there's a void dragon egg and that we should get rid of it? Or... Why aren't we getting ahead of this thing with the dragon? Give it its egg. Isn't I'm assuming that's what it wants. Right, but how how do you suggest that we do that? How do we get it away from the pirates? I mean, it's already in the hold couple of the magnetic clamps and then and then what do we do when the pirates get real mad we can't deliver the cargo if we're dead and if the ship crashes again i don't think we're getting another one out of here yeah so unless a carrier comes by or like a fleet class battleship i don't know about you but i don't really have any friends in vesk high command who are gonna just pop out here to the vast and scoop us right up so how do we how do we both get give the egg back to the Void Dragon and not have a mutiny on the ship? Maybe there's something Voltena wants more than that. Do you have any... <laughs> As Kurt sings bow chicka wow wow in her head. <laughs> Sorry, my head kind of just got shot out of the sky, so fine. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go talk to her. I hate her. I know you hate her. Do you know anybody she likes? Someone that we know that we could convince? No, I don't know people she likes. She likes bad people, and I hate those people. <laughs> Why do I even talk to you? <laughs> well, do you know what I'm her... Full pro- of, I'm full of good ideas. <laughs> do you know what her proclivities are? Uh, uh, okay, enough. With, stop trying to seduce her. God. I'm your, I'm your sister, for God's sakes. Jesse, why don't you seduce her? <laughs> Well, I'm just. I want to. Don't. I don't want to be barking up the wrong tree here. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes to get rejected. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, ask her crew. I don't know her. I only fight with her. Uh, her. Just, I, I okay. know you and your little crew have built up this big narrative where we're romantically entangled. But if you could stop shipping us for eight seconds <laughs> and think about this rationally. I blame Kerr for this. Uh, it was just a suggestion. You didn't have to run with it. 
<laughs> it was an idea. It was a thought. She had, Kerr had a feeling. You obviously had history. <laughs> I'm just saying. Kerr saying there was a certain chemistry. Ew. Can we move on? Can we go fight a boy dragon or run away from one? Let's just get out of here. I want off this planet so badly. So maybe Kerr should seduce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Boss, knock it out. <laughs> in terms of some planning ahead, once we get break Atmo, how fast can we basically get this thing up to like getting into the drift? You know that once you're out of the planet's gravitational pull, it takes a minute to make drift translation. And we don't know where the dragon thing is? That's right. Could we make a decoy ship? <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Go on. So, I mean... Seduce the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a giant boy dragon. you <laughs> We're all so tired. <laughs> okay, no. Seriously, away from the boning <laughs> train of thought. Oh, God. Basically, we need to, in order to get out of here, we don't need to fight the dragon. We need to outrun the dragon. And we need to buy ourselves a minute. Basically, I mean, if we take one of the other wreckages, assemble it into something that looks like a functional ship, and then just launch it in the opposite direction, or at least like far enough out so that it ahead of us, so the dragon goes chasing after that. But theoretically buying us enough times so when we break Atmo, it's got to turn around or figure out the other thing and give us just more time than we would have if it catches us coming out of Atmo. Do you have any... Does this ship have tractor beams? No. Okay. Then you don't really have the material necessary to get one of these other ships out of the off-planet. Okay. Can we make a big enough explosion to launch something into space from... <laughs> While blowing up the drift's edge is still part of their plan anyway, it's not going to be sufficient enough to get to space. Tried. You did. Any other <laughs> wacky plans? You guys have got that covered. I don't think I need to contribute to that. We just need to buy one minute. Well, I don't what know kind of illusionary magic do we have where we can, can we make a giant void dragon or something? I don't we, know if our weapons ship? are strong enough in order to hold it off for one minute, so we do need to probably have some sort of alternate diversion of some kind. Can we make an illusory ship? Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. We could ask the other casters on the ship. Yeah, does anyone have any you know ability to project something like that, whether it be technological or magical? Well, while you guys ponder possible options, that's where we will end for tonight. Hmm. So thank you all for listening to this seductive <laughs> episode ridiculous of the Dive of the Dice podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Dive of the Dice if you want to let us know how you're liking the show. You can email us, diveofthedice at gmail.com. Recommend us to a friend or family member and please leave a five-star review. We really appreciate the feedback and we love hearing from you all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. 